0: I am so excited to announce that I've released the first official tarot diagnosis spread book. Tarot and Self-Discovery is a therapeutic tarot journey with over 200 spreads, including over 152 card prompts and over 50 robust tarot spreads. You can purchase a physical copy on Amazon or a digital copy at Tarotdiagnosis.com. You are listening to The Tarot Diagnosis. I'm your host, Shannon. I'm a licensed psychotherapist, and I also happen to have a love for tarot. Each episode, I invite you to reflect with me as I work to demystify the tarot and the human experience, all while exploring tarot's connection to mental and emotional health. While this podcast may feel therapeutic, it is not meant to take the place of psychotherapy. So grab your cards and join me as I work to create a pathway to better understand ourselves and those around us. So this is an interesting episode and a bit different than my usual episodes because I'm exploring the idea of social media ethics specifically related to TikTok tarot readings. To talk about this, I'm joined by someone you actually might be familiar with on TikTok. Annie Buell is an intuitive medium whose practice exploded thanks to the power of social media, specifically TikTok. And they work to provide meaningful insight and guidance for those who are truly looking to align themselves with their spirit guides, their ancestors, and their higher self. Together, we're gonna be exploring how to protect yourself while you're on social media and how to identify both red and green flags when it comes to different tarot talk content creators. Hey, Annie. Hi! Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've been super eager to talk more about this idea of tarot ethics with you because we had a really great conversation not too long ago, and we we spent a quite a bit of time kind of going over you know what it means to be a tarot reader on social media. And mm-hmm. you had actually started this series on TikTok called Terrible Tarot, which then also led to another series called Trustworthy Tarot. Mm -hmm. And that's how I found you actually. And I know (laughs) it it resonated not only with me, but a significant amount of other people who are either tarot readers or at least exist in tarot adjacent worlds. So I'm I'm curious. And also for folks who may not be familiar with the series, can you just talk a little bit about what it is and why you even started it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's a series that i obviously started i think i want to say back in october maybe a little late september but i started it it was kind of it was very abrupt i was just sitting in my living room scrolling through on tiktok as one does right and <laughs> and uh, because i'm a medium and a lot of my for you page a lot of the people that i follow are in that spiritual occult community a lot i get a lot of that on my for you page So I came across this tarot reading that wasn't even a real person. It was clearly AI, like Mm -hmm. the sound was AI, the video was AI, and it was just making these absurd claims saying, if you have any of the 15, these 15 letters in your first name, like this is for you, making all these wild predictions and trying to pass it off as a collective reading. And I remember just getting so angered by that because it's not even a real person, And I know that spiritual TikTok and tarot TikTok and that whole niche, not even a niche, large community of TikTok Mm -hmm. is such a big place. And I was reading through the comments and a lot of them were just saying, yes, claim, like this is going to be mine. And it just made me angry that this wasn't even a real person. And it almost felt like a mockery. And that's why I got angry. And so I created this series to highlight what you should look for when you are following tarot readers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. If you are learning about tarot and trying to figure out and learn from other readers, I wanted to start this series to show, hey, this is what you shouldn't look for when you're looking at these videos. And then the response to that was overwhelmingly positive. Of course, I did get some people who think that I'm just being a hater. <laughs> right, think that right, of course. I'm just trying to start drama. And I I say in every video that uh, that's not my intention. My intention is to educate um, and to break these videos down. And from that, people started leaving comments like, hey, can you talk about tarot readers that you think are good, that you think are legitimate, that are ethical, that you feel need more views or deserve the views that these larger viral videos are getting? And so that's how Trustworthy Tarot started. And that's a lot newer. There's, I think... Three times as many videos in my Terrible Tarot series right. as my trustworthy tarot <laughs> series. But, you know, so far it's been it's been really really great. You know, I, yeah, I'm just really grateful that people are there are a lot of people who are thankful and appreciative because it just makes me feel like, okay, maybe I'm doing something right with this series,
0: yeah. yeah I think it it definitely got to a point where, like something needed to be said. I know I, I've mm-hmm. had conversations with other folks too and this seems to be more prevalent on TikTok, which is interesting. I Mm -hmm. I don't see it as much on Instagram and I'm not really on YouTube, so I can't really speak to YouTube, but I definitely notice this type of content on TikTok where, you know, you're scrolling and and someone's coming up and and they're saying things like, you know, like that AI, for example, or someone who's Mm -hmm. saying, oh, if you're, you're one of these nine or 10 Zodiacs, like, okay, so basically (laughs) all of the Zodiacs, then this message is for you. And it's, And you talked about being angered. And my first thought about you being angered was, I think it's because you know that people are being taken advantage of. And I think that's like, it it doesn't sit well with you, just like it doesn't sit well with a lot of us. And, you know, one of the reasons people seek out tarot readers or seek out or, or are drawn to especially social media readers is because usually they're seeking answers to something. Like think about why someone even goes to see a tarot reader. It's usually honestly the same reason why someone would go see a therapist. Like they're mm-hmm. usually in pain. They're having some sort of emotional experience. They need some mm-hmm. sort of guidance. And yeah. so when we come across someone who's seemingly practicing from, you know, a kind of a, a sketchy place, mm-hmm. I think your anger is totally valid because it's like, okay, well, is this person or these people being emotionally manipulated, is this person preying on the hope that someone is waiting Mm -hmm. for someone to come back into their life or, you know, hoping that someone is thinking about them at night. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that where some self-awareness comes in too. Like it's our responsibility to say, am I in the place to even be watching this content right now?
1: Yes, absolutely. And what I was thinking as you were saying that was it... You know, I grew up in a evangelical Christian home. Uh, I come from an evangelical Christian family. My grandfather was a pastor pretty much his entire life, his whole career, Mm -hmm. his whole working life. And when I I went to a Christian college, got an education, my faith shifted. I no longer call myself a Christian. I don't align myself with many Western Christian values, if that may, especially in Mm -hmm. America. And so I've deconstructed a lot of those beliefs and taken a closer look at the biblical text to understand, okay, there was a context for what was said. There's a reason that verse that you're saying doesn't necessarily align with what you're getting at. And what I've noticed is that a lot of people within the spiritual community who maybe grew up in these environments, they have no problem Calling out Christian pastors when they use their biblical texts to, Mm. you know, guilt their congregation, shame their congregation, push an agenda that has no business being discussed in a church, a sacred space, when you're trying to connect and learn from the divine. But the second that we talk about tarot, specifically tarot readers on TikTok, misinterpreting these cards and fear mongering, essentially playing off of people's fears and their, you know, like you said, sometimes people aren't in a mentally sound place to be watching these videos and it feeds into their delusions, if Mm. that's too strong of a word to say, but that's what it can, you know, anyone can experience spiritual or religious psychosis. And so you're feeding into people's delusions. Why do you have, why is it suddenly a problem when it's your, one of the tarot reader that you follow, or, you know, it's, And then people want to talk about, oh, you're just being a hater, or this is low, low low vibrational energy, or Mm. it's not that serious. And it goes back to, doesn't this make you angry though? Or are you just bypassing it? Are you just, are you getting these feelings that something's wrong and you're just bypassing it because, well, they're an intuitive medium and it's not going to be for everyone. And it's just what comes through from spirit. Right. Right. And
0: I think that's where, I mean, you make such a good point. And and I think that's where it kind of gets a little blurry, right? Because especially from like, so how, you know, the tarot diagnosis and this podcast and, and my content comes from this, you know, relatively non-predictive viewpoint where I primarily explore and facilitate tarot as a form of Mm -hmm. self-healing and self-reflection. And a Mm -hmm. part of that is telling people like they're allowed to read the cards and interpret them in whatever Mm -hmm. way feels appropriate to them, you know, based on the feelings that are emerging from like from the imagery that's in front of them. And it doesn't have to you know, relate to what the card actually means. So mm-hmm. it might like, so right now it might sound like I'm kind of like contradicting myself here, but <laughs> reading for yourself is also very different than scrolling on TikTok and, or Instagram and internalizing what someone else is saying about a card. Mm-hmm. But I think this, you know, it's going back to, you know, uh, maybe people's reaction to your series. On one hand, mm-hmm. sure, I get it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that serious, but I think your anger is coming from a place of, okay, those folks who are saying, yeah, it doesn't have to be that serious, maybe can look at what's happening and say, okay, yeah, they mentioned 10 zodiac signs that this is meant for, and okay, that's that's basically everybody. Oh, it's nice to hear mm-hmm. this, but I'm going to move on and scroll that's one portion of the, the the people who are consuming this content. But then there's the other portion that you were just talking about a moment ago who might be more emotionally fragile, might be more impressionable, mm-hmm. who are now putting all of their like eggs in one basket, so to speak, and mm-hmm. just only listening to this tarot reader or now searching for other tarot readers who can like affirm this message that they've heard and it can take them down a really dangerous spiral. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot, a lot of times too, folks who especially build up a following very quickly after they've, you know, maybe given a reading that's resonated with a lot of folks, feel like they have to keep doing the same thing that Mm -hmm. like created maybe a spike in followers. So then also the content becomes created from a place of breed and less of a place from just trying to, like you were saying, educate or, you know, provide a space for people to learn and grow. And I, I wonder if that's too where like our anger stems from, because it doesn't seem like it's necessarily coming from a place that's truly meant for good. So, you know, when you said people are saying to you, oh, this is like low vibrational energy, I think you are expressing a strong sense of justice (laughs) (laughs) and like wanting to protect people. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like, yeah, of course, it's totally okay if you're reading for yourself in these moments to really just say, oh, this card brings up a memory of something. And even though it has nothing to do with the card, you know, if it's important to you and in your self-healing journey, that's fine. But yeah, it's mm. important to be careful when you're just scrolling through social media. Like, where are you mentally and emotionally? And, and are you taking what these people are saying with a grain of salt or are you taking it as kind of like the end-all be-all?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing that I've kind of noticed as well, and again, I, I focus my, everything from TikTok, right? Because that's the platform right. that I spend the most time on. And so I can't speak to Instagram, although I feel like it's probably a minor version of TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, but- one thing, too, is I what I've noticed is that a lot of people, especially if they're more new age spiritual focused, a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that those negative emotions like anger. A lot of people right. don't want to call out other people when they're blatantly misleading millions of others, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. People don't want to acknowledge, hey, maybe people don't want to be the you know bearer of bad news, mm-hmm. and I I thought I was thinking about what you said about how you know you use tarot for self reflection, not necessarily like the predictive or for, forward looking like a lot of people do with mm-hmm. tarot, and so I I agree with that. I mean I use tarot in my in my practice as like just like a secondary tool. Yeah. Many clients will say that they don't even. I don't even get to the tarot portion in my sessions because I'm a medium first and foremost, so I focus primarily on that. But I use it as a tool to figure out what the message might be geared towards, what themes are coming up in this person's life, and sometimes those messages are not going to be fun to deliver. Mm. But I trust. You know, I set my intentions for every client and say we're going to keep this constructive yet positive, keeping it with their best interest at heart. And sometimes it's not always positive, but I always try to, you know, everything tries to connect. And I always try to communicate to my client, like, I know this may not be what you want to hear, but this is important because if you're wanting to truly grow, if you're truly wanting to heal or move forward with something in your life, one message that I tell my clients, a lot is sometimes to move forward, we have to go back. We have to mm. descend into the shadow work. We have to go back and heal trauma. We have to make amends with other people. We have to set boundaries before we can move forward. And so it's not always going to be positive ascension, love, light. And people, I think a lot of people don't, on especially on tarot TikTok or spiritual TikTok, don't want to acknowledge that.
0: Wow, you bring up such an important I was having a discussion about this with someone not too long ago and I feel like what you're talking about is also a form of toxic positivity mm. and it is dangerous to only feel like we're, you know, supposed to be talking about like only <laughs> positive stuff, like good vibes only, like, oh my God, yes. that's so dangerous, yes. you know, and it, it does make me think so, cause a lot of these, you know, readers that are are kind of questionable when you're scrolling through TikTok, they all, at least from what I've seen, and this is just my experience, my FYP with, you know, which thankfully, like I try not to, follow a lot of these so they don't show up in my FYP too much. (laughs) But when I watch one video and I'm just like, oh my God, this is really happening. Then I get a couple more. (laughs) So what, (laughs) what I typically see is something like, you know, they'll pull a card, like, Uh, we'll we'll use the Eight of Pentacles, for example. I've been thinking a lot about the Eight of Pentacles lately, which is traditionally a card that's related to like, you know, work, dedication to a craft. Mm -hmm. And I think an unethical reader would say something. This goes with like kind of being too positive and playing into people's emotions and what they really want to hear is like, and this is what I see. I'm not saying this is everybody, but they'll pull Mm -hmm. a card and they'll say all the time, oh, he can't stop thinking about you. He's Mm -hmm. on his way back to you. If you came across this message, it's for you. And it's like, you just pulled the eight of pentacles though. And someone with (laughs) uh, someone unfamiliar with tarot who is again in that fragile state or, you know, really kind of like craving someone or crushing on someone is going to be like, Oh my God. Yes. Like, thank you so much. I claim this. Mm -hmm. But an ethical reader who's maybe reading for love, you know, in, in this instance and still pulls the eight of pentacles would probably say something like this person. This person might be preoccupied right now. They yeah. might not have the capacity to give you what you need because their mm-hmm. priorities are on personal and professional growth. But that's mm-hmm. not what people would want to hear. Nope. <laughs> and so the, that you know goes along with what you're saying in terms of like, you know, either people are too positive or also these readers are really just wanting to send these messages that, you know, in some way are uplifting. And yes, we need that right now in this world uplifting, but we also don't want to manipulate people or, Mm -hmm. or be providing content that's not accurate or also like beneficial because only providing these messages is also going to give people the wrong idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I was thinking, you know, what I'm thinking of is when you come across these videos, a lot of times they will start the video with, if you're coming across this video on, January 7th before one o'clock PM, Mm. then this is for you. Or if you're scrolling right now and this is coming up on your for you page, this is for you. And it's almost like, you know, I'm very clairvoyant. So I get a lot of visions in my mind to just help communicate my ideas. But it's almost like, you know, people just get glazed over eyes. Almost like, you know, when when you think of like an evil villain trying to manipulate The population through like tv or they'll send a message and be like he is thinking about you he is coming back and it's almost like they just their sense of autonomy Mm -hmm. their critical thinking their sense of choice completely turns off and one element that I talked about in my trustworthy tarot series one reader that I covered I pointed out that she will maybe not with every video, but many of her videos, she will start off by saying, ask your guides if this is for you Mm. or ask your ancestors if this is for you. And I immediately paused when I was breaking that video down and I said, I love that. I love that. She puts the choice, she puts the intuitive thinking, the intuitive connection in your hands. She's not forcing it on you. She's Saying you go within, you ask your guides if this is for you. And if it is, awesome, keep watching. If it's not, you can keep watching just to see what the message is about, or you can keep scrolling. But it's still important that you realize like you are still your own person. And it creates when you when you turn off that into like I'm seeing the page of cups reversed mm. in my mind when it like in a spiritual context. Like they're so dependent on other people to tell them Mm. what is for them, that they completely block themselves off to their own guides, their higher self, their ancestors, et cetera.
0: Wow. That was actually really powerful. And you bringing in that reverse page of cups absolutely holds true here. And I'm so glad that you brought up the uh, trustworthy tarot example, because that's exactly where I wanted to go to Mm. talk about how can we how can we tell the difference? And the word autonomy is so important here because I think a lot of times people are just saying, yeah, exactly what you just said. Oh, if you come across this at this time, if you're the Zodiac, if you're this, mm-hmm. this is for you. And they're just like telling us versus mm-hmm. us being able to decide, wait, is this truly for me? Mm-hmm. So having someone say something like ask your guides, I think is really is, is really wise. So I'm curious too, as you've kind of gone. Gotten into this trustworthy tarot series a little bit more. What are some other signs or ways folks have engaged with their audience that make you say, yes, like this is someone who you should follow? This is someone who you should listen to? Like, what have you noticed
1: other big differences are? I feel like, in order to be aware of what to look for, I get it, it comes back to like your sense of self, especially mm-hmm. like being in your physical body. Yeah. You know, I feel like when a lot of people have these overdependency on these readings, they're not paying attention to what their body's picking up. And what I've noticed, you I mean know counterpoint the trustworthy tarot series, what I've noticed when I watch some videos that are not legitimate, not accurate, not ethical videos. I have noticed that my eyebrows will furrow, or my yeah. head will turn. Like, wait a second! You. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't help it. My face will just tell everyone what I'm thinking before yes. I will. Um, but that's just—it's just because there, it's this reaction in my body that's like, wait a second, something's off. Something's mm-hmm. not right with that. And so, what I what I do like about trustworthy tarot readers is that there seems to be a thread in their message. Everything seems to connect and you know compared to some untrustworthy tarot readers it feels like they will just fire off very random things like oh you could be an aquarius the color yellow might mean something to you i'm seeing two blue jays it's like what there's there's really no thread or the messages will just pivot you know like there was one reader that i covered where they said, oh, some of you are going to win a game show or sweepstakes and then a couple seconds go by and that some cards fall out and they go, oh, I, some, some of you are going to propose to, engage to. And wow. I remember just like cocking my head and I was like, how how did you get that? Right. And I think another thing, too, this is something that I do like in, as far as trustworthy tarot readers go is when they do explain the cards, when they do break down the cards a little bit, obviously like it's not their imperative to give a lesson. Like there's a difference between a lesson and a reading. But if a lot, especially because a lot of people on tarot talk are learning tarot. And if they are showing, like for example, the eight of pentacles and saying, oh, he's thinking about you. He's on your mind. Like show your work readers. I feel like it's important that readers need to show their work. And if you know that a lot of people who are watching, who are learning tarot are not going to know what the Eight of Pentacles right. means. And yeah. they're not going to go to their guidebook because you've given off this impression that you're so trustworthy right. and that they, you, they need to hear your messages. Um, Of course, they're going to take your word for it. So readers, people who don't show their work, people, again, who aren't afraid to go, um, you know, this, this isn't, you know, you might've been going through a bit of a rough time because I got, you know, the Five of Cups and, The Ten of Swords reversed and you're kind of going through a rough time, but, you know, still trying to frame it in a way that's for their best interest, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, yeah, I feel like when you're just pivoting and it feels like you're just throwing out things in the hopes that it's kind of like just throwing something at a wall or like, you know, putty at a wall and hoping it will stick. You know what I mean? Mm, Yes or like throwing something at a dartboard and hoping it's going to get the bullseye when what you should be doing is just showing your work, showing the cards and going into detail of what those cards are. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's just the biggest thing. Yeah.
0: You you brought up something a moment ago and I was like, it made me think of something about, you know, especially how a lot of folks on, on Tarot Talk, because we're specifically kind of focused on TikTok right now, may -hmm. may not be very familiar with these cards, but they're really Mm -hmm. emotionally drawn and really having this experience that feels good with this person who's saying what they, what they want. And that goes back to something you said earlier about like, pay attention to what's happening with your body. Like, but Mm -hmm. is this, is this actually like something that feels good or is this something you want to hear? But also because if you're someone who isn't entirely familiar with tarot, if you're just learning and you, you know, don't know all the cards, one, that's totally okay. But also, if you come across someone on TikTok and you really like what they're saying, write down the cards that they're pulling in the message or, or save the video and then pull, pull up your guidebook. Go, Google mm-hmm. the cards and decide then for yourself, like, does this message line up? Does it still resonate with me based on now the knowledge that I've gained? We should mm-hmm. all be a little skeptical of what we're seeing on the internet. Absolutely. You know, so find out for yourself. If someone's not giving you the autonomy like make sure that you're making the autonomy like your own autonomy a priority still when it comes to
1: this. Mhm. And I think another thing too, I mean just not to like counter argue or counterpoint but what I'm what I'm thinking of it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier which was that a lot of people don't want to do the work. A lot of Mm. people, I think on Tarot Talk, will just scroll, scroll, scroll and look for whatever videos to make them feel better about themselves. Mm. And then they'll just go about the rest of their day. I think a lot of people, and maybe this is something I'm tapping into collectively, like a lot of collectively, there are still some people who are afraid to do the shadow work, who are afraid to actually learn what the cards mean for themselves because it might mean that it might shatter the illusion of what they've seen of tarot or what they, you know, their understanding of tarot when they actually learn it themselves. And I think one thing too, that that's kind of coming into play here is yes, you know, there's a meaning and there's a definition for each of the cards, but there is also an intuitive way that comes through when you read tarot. Like, yes, some of the, especially if you read reversals, like some of the reverse cards can change just depending Mm -hmm. on the surrounding energy. And I think when you only, I think one thing that's coming through is like that intuitive part should never make you feel confused. Mm. It should never make you feel worried or panicked or anxious. And I think when a lot of people watch these tarot videos, and they comment because out of desperation, they feel like they have to, like, right. yes, I claim, yes, I claim on every video. It's like they're feeding into their own anxiety that right. this, this, you know, it's again, it's playing into people's fears, people's worries. And that's not what intuitive connection is at all. That's where, you know, and I tell my people, like, that's the difference between your mental health, anxiety, whatever you struggle with versus listening to your intuition. Because that's another thing that I get is like when people are learning tarot, like, okay, I people who are like, I know the cards, I know what these cards mean, but I still have trouble getting them to connect and everything. And I'm like, well, that's, that just takes time. Like, that's understandable. Like you learn by doing. But if you're watching other readers as you're learning tarot, and you're starting to get that, wait a second, this doesn't connect. Like, your mind starts to race and you're trying, it feels more like you're trying to piece the puzzles together as opposed Mm. to, oh my gosh, yes, that makes sense. That resonates. Finding that thread. I think that should be, you know, that should give people some caution and make them think twice about a lot of these readers on Tarot Talk.
0: Yeah, you said something I, I want to go back to, and I, I, I just yeah. made this connection. It might age mm-hmm. me a bit, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, how people on on TikTok specifically will say things like comment that you claim. And again, it's telling people what to do, mm-hmm. but it's also a form of manipulation. They want you to comment so that their engagement rate goes up, so that they're seeing yes. more in the algorithm and it reminds me of those chain emails back in the day. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) I'm like super (laughs) aging myself right now. No, I know exactly because I'm, I'm there with you. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) And it was like, you would get this email and it
0: was like, if you don't send this to 10 people, you're going to have horrible luck for seven years. And
1: I mean, (laughs) your mom, your mom will fall sick or your mom will die. And it's like, why are you out of, my mom into this right (laughs) Right? and so
0: (laughs) you know placed our anxiety like oh my god I have to do this because I don't want this bad karmic energy or and I think that's where we really need to question well hold on what is this negative energy so to speak that's that's going to happen to me and who has the power to even Mm -hmm. say that I'm going to have that negative energy if I don't forward this or claim this or whatever so I think this really goes back to the discussion on autonomy and really checking in with yourself. And why do I feel this way? Why do I feel compelled to say claim? Like, why do I feel compelled to listen to what this person is telling me versus really sitting and asking myself, like, is this this good for me right now? From Mm -hmm. a mental health perspective, I think we also need to be checking in. Am I in a place to even be scrolling on TikTok watching Mm -hmm. tarot readers? you might not be. And that's okay. But I think you should be asking yourself that, especially if like, oh, you watch someone and you're that kind of, you know, you said, listen to your body. If your heart starts racing and you're like, I need to find another one, then it's probably Mm -hmm. time to take a break and say, I probably shouldn't be in this space right now.
1: Yes, absolutely. Especially because like, I just keep going back to the whole like fear mongering, like fear and shame and guilt, especially like I'm thinking about, You know, when we were younger, and we got those two thousands chain emails. Or for me, I'm not sure. Like for me, it also kind of transferred over to MySpace, and like you would see those bulletins and like post, repost, or reshare the bulletins. Oh, I forgot about that. I know. I like (laughs) MySpace. That was remember those days. Good times. Oh, so much, so much fun. So much drama. Yeah. No, but like you read these emails and it, it went the second that you read it if you especially when you're growing up in like a christian home like i did like right. you already have feelings of like fear and shame and guilt and like oh, i right. need to be in this church i need to have this faith, faith or else i am no one i am nothing i am going to mm. spend the rest of my life after this in an awful awful place and that's not that's not anything healthy like right. especially because fear more often than not it's just an illusion. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not to say that like, you know, fear and danger are two completely different things. Right, right. But like when you operate from a place of fear, it it just, you're not going to grow a whole lot because you're doing everything that you can to kind of like, you know, stay in one place or not, you know, not lose anything or, you know, you're, you're putting, it's, it's a weird mix of energy where, you are taking whatever is coming your way and then, but you're not, it's it's like you're kind of absorbing it mm. and you're not, it's, it's, it's almost like creating so many layers of gunk and filth that by the time you're able to break out of it, you're like, whoa, I need to do a lot of work to kind of unpack like, where this, yes, <laughs> unpack where all of this came from. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. You bring up such good points. And I almost feel like, so we've been talking so much about tarot. <laughs> I kind of want to pull some cards now though. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so we can pull together if you want or like kind of like compare, like create maybe a spread together. But yeah, I just like, I want to pull and I feel I feel like it might be beneficial to pull on, sometimes I don't even pull to a prompt. I like to just pull a few cards and, and see the story that they tell. So mm. are you comfortable with that? Can we do that? Yeah, Perfect. absolutely so and it, feel free to pull as well if you want um i'm using okay. tarot vintage and i'm just gonna see what comes out
1: okay i'm using the tattoo tarot deck.
0: oh nice okay cool
1: okay oh my god stop it <laughs> i mean i know it's okay so literally <laughs> do you <laughs> want to cool. you want to know what the first card that popped out you're yes. gonna laugh because i got the hanged man does that what? sound familiar oh my god that's actually <laughs> so great <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would like literally was like stop it stop it right now how many cards did you pull um I think i'm gonna do three okay that's so what i did yeah one, and then, ooh, okay i just got the second one and then oh okay there's a third
0: one. Oh, interesting All right, so well, I'll I'll tell you what I have, and then you tell me what you have, and we can compare notes. Okay, okay. (laughs) All right, so I pulled the Queen of Wands, reversed Knight of Cups, and then Five of Swords. Whoa. (laughs) So, yeah, I have thoughts, but what did you pull?
1: I pulled the Hanged Man, Mm -hmm. the Chariot, and the Ten of Wands, all upright. Oh,
0: fascinating. Okay, so... Maybe we can, like, okay, well, well, let's just, like, talk about each other's spreads then. So, well, first, okay. all right, so with the Queen of Wands, my my initial thought, I mean, I feel like the Queen of Wands, I kind of wish it came out reverse, but it feels like <laughs> that kind of, like, charismatic, like, allure that these cr- creators tend to have, where mm. they they kind of like are portrayed as like, hey, I have the answers and I have the experience and we tend to Mm -hmm. be drawn to that at least like at face value. Mm -hmm. But I love this Knight of Cups reversed because I feel like that's exactly what we've been talking about, about regarding kind of that emotional instability that we tend to be in or Mm -hmm. kind of that Just like representing the emotional place we're in when we're scrolling, we might be emotionally vulnerable or overwhelmed, having a hard time Mm. processing painful experiences. And the five of swords, like.
1: (laughs) That (laughs) is the ickiest card to me is the five of swords. I know,
0: because I feel like it's like, it's, okay. So I feel like it represents kind of like the longer term experience of not really getting what the unethical readers are suggesting. Like they, you know, they're suggesting mm-hmm. that you're going to get this stuff, but you're not actually getting it. Mm-hmm. And then the the unethical readers themselves are getting something instead, right? So mm-hmm. they're, that, they're the guy in the foreground holding these, you know, three swords with this like kind of smug look on their face because yeah. they're they're getting the followers. They're getting the higher reach. They're getting the engagement. They're probably making money off of you. And mm-hmm. this card just feels like what we're talking about. This like, like you said, icky, like unethical, like, conflict mm-hmm. so yeah I feel like that just kind of summed up our conversation but I, I'm loving your cards especially like the two majors and the, yeah. the ones so yeah. tell me what you're
1: thinking so what I'm when I'm looking at these cards like the first thing that I'm hearing in my mind is like you're not getting anywhere you're not mm. getting anywhere the hanged man obviously like represents people I feel like the collective just kind of stuck in this energy and just kind of waiting for things to pass, not realizing that they might need to examine their own attitude towards their life. You know what I mean? Like releasing negative thoughts or beliefs about spirituality. And then obviously with the chariot, like in this context, especially with the 10 of wands, like the chariot makes me feel like, you know, these readers who, the chariot to me like is like about force, um, especially in certain contexts. And so I feel like what I'm seeing with this is like someone who's, trying to force a message or someone who's hearing these messages and trying to almost apply it to a situation in their life, not realizing that when they're doing that, they're kind of shutting themselves off from other spiritual opportunities Mm. that are trying to present itself to them, but they wouldn't know it because they're so fixated on one area when there could be other areas or just other messages that their guides are trying to get through but they wouldn't know it because they're not hearing it especially with the hanged man like you're kind of hanged man always just kind of gives off this like really disconnected energy i'm Mm. thinking of how it's affiliated with neptune in astrology right um and then obviously with the ten of wands the ten of wands and the chariot almost gives me the sense of like do you even know where you're going you know what i mean oh my god like do you you're carrying a lot but you've kind of lost your way a little bit and not only that but it's almost like what i'm seeing with the ten of wands is like you know, the man holding the wands and it's like every tarot message is just kind of piled on to on his back and telling him like, you need to claim this, you need to claim this, you need to do this, you need to do all of these things to the point where it's like, dude, you're gonna, you're gonna burn out, you're gonna crash Mm. and burn, like, especially I'm thinking like mentally, you know, what that does to a person. And so especially like, I wish almost, I almost wish the 10 of wands was reversed too, because (laughs) it's almost like, you it brings about this awareness, like you need you need to let this go, like you need to let go of other people's what other people are saying about you and what you need to do with your spiritual path, and start taking care, start taking care of yourself, putting yourself first. Wow,
0: that was a really powerful read, especially that ten of wands and chariot together. I really love where you went with that because this whole, you said something that just like, I just kept repeating it in my head. Do you actually know where you're going? Because a lot of times you can be taking what people are saying in these readings and they're taking you somewhere. And -hmm. and if you look at the imagery of the 10 of wands, like this person's head is typically down, like the wands are in front Mm -hmm. of them and they're just, they're just moving in a direction kind of aimlessly because they can't actually see where they're going. So they're being blindly led so yeah. that's something that you have to be really aware of. And then something that you were also talking about is, you know, do those 10 wands even belong to you? Like, are those yeah. wands that you've taken from all of these, you know, readers who, you know, you think that it resonates, but maybe, you know, you haven't truly mm-hmm. touched in with, with your intuition or, or your autonomy. And so you're taking these messages and they're actually weighing you down, doing the opposite of, of what mm-hmm. they're you were wanting them to do. So- Wow, that was actually really powerful. I love Thank that those you. cards came out. I, I, okay, I feel yeah. like we should pull a card for maybe advice or guidance now. Like yeah. <laughs> what to do, like when you find yourself yes. in this position. So yes. let's do that.
1: Okay. Come on. You ever just get like a really good shuffle? Like when you oh. are like holding them and you're like, oh, that was so good. So satisfying, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> okay, so guidance when you find yourself in this situation... Yeah, it's one card. Oh, I got a good one. Oh, come on. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, a whole bunch jumped out, but I'm going with the one on top. Wow. Okay, what'd you get? I got strength. Oh, that's so sweet. I got temperance. sweet we each pull wagers. Yes. Oh, and then I also got the six of pentacles on the bottom. I just felt oh, like I interesting. had to. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, I love
0: the six of pentacles too. Okay. So tell me what yes. you're thinking with strength and the six of pentacles.
1: Oh, my goodness. So strength, obviously, like, is all about that inner strength. I love always juxtapositioning, like juxtapositioning, whatever, strength and the yep. chariot because... <laughs> The chariot obviously is like that external, like that will, that focus, that determination. But like strength, I feel like is all about having that connection with your higher self, Mm. giving, like having that inner strength and balance, balance, knowing that you are the one that should be deciding what messages are for you. You are the one that should be listening to when a message is for you, like you are the one that should be going within. And then obviously with the six of pentacles, like strength, both of these cards to me talk about also being in a community of people that actually want to help you succeed and don't just want something to gain financially. Uh, Like obviously with the six of pentacles, yes, there can be a reciprocity of like finances. You know what I mean? Like, but what I'm seeing is like, if you finding a tarot reader finding a medium, finding a psychic, what have you, that you know you're obviously paying some something for, but what you get back is so much is like equal to that financial value, yes. if that makes sense. You know, they're not trying to take advantage of you. They're not trying to hold something over your head and saying, oh, if you if you want and more time, then you mm-hmm. can pay me a 20 extra dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Like this, these are <laughs> these cards are talking about like finding a group of people that truly have your best interest at heart. And also Absolutely. like believing in yourself and finding your own path with the strength card. Absolutely. Which I love that you brought it in.
0: <laughs> if you have more time, 20 more dollars, because that's actually a story I told you. <laughs> I was like, yes. am I going to tell this story? I love that you brought it up. Um, but yeah, but actually, I won't go into like all the details, a long story, but that did actually happen to me. Like, and so that's these wild. unethical readers do happen in person too, where it was, they had pulled like a third of the deck so that was it was 10 <laughs> minutes and i'm not joking it was 5 10 15 cards in 10 minutes that's and wild. Was, and then at the end, they were like, oh, and none of the cards, of course, aligned with what they were saying. And then they were like, sure, oh, of course, something valuable to tell you or something really important. You, you know, do you want to spend more money or basically, and I was like, no, I'm okay. Thanks.
1: Bye. <laughs> I think I know what's going on here. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but I love the cards. I love that six of pentacles, actually, because I think that's so fitting for this, you know, you using the word reciprocity and like making sure mm. that, You know what you're giving and what you're receiving is also of you know some sort of like equitable value. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like that actually kind of blends in nicely with the Temperance card because I think you know with Temperance. So as you're you're engaging with you know folks on social media and different readers, I think it's important to go back and make sure like are you still grounded even if you're feeling an emotional like connection or pull to a reader. You know Mm -hmm. because Temperance one foot on land, one foot in water and something you actually talk about often when you're doing your series is take these readings with a grain of salt. And Mm -hmm. I feel like temperance is kind of alluding to that. Like, hey, don't give this person all your like water Mm or resources, right? Because they have the two cups here and it's like blending back and forth. And in traditional imagery, it's like this blending of water and wine. So Mm -hmm. it's important to be paying attention to like, okay, am I just putting everything in this one cup and and saying, yes, this is, this is it. This is, you know, all or nothing. Or am I allowing myself to exist in multiple spaces at once and not just take everything, you know, that's coming to me as the end all be all.
1: Absolutely. And like what I'm, like what I'm kind of seeing, like when I think of temperance in the reverse energy, like that imbalance energy, like what I'm seeing are people who are just impulsively spending like right. just throwing their money to get some sort of instant answers instant gratification and that's to distract themselves like from that imbalance that internal imbalance that they're feeling you know what I mean yes absolutely
0: I love the cards that we pulled like that's I actually so really exciting <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I feel like I so think fitting. they're perfect yes they're <laughs> they perfect <do> <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with me today to talk about this, because I feel like it's something that really needed to be talked about. And I know that a lot of folks have, you know, probably been thinking the same thing. So I know that this was, is probably going to give people something to think about. And I would love Mm -hmm. for you to share where folks can find you and and what you have going on.
1: Absolutely. Yes. So I am... Primarily on TikTok. So, my, I go by Moonlight Medium. Um, my username is Annie Cabani on TikTok. I'm also on Instagram, smaller audience, but my handle on Instagram is Annie Kins Skywalker, all one word. Nice. <laughs> and that's mostly the two major platforms that I, you know, connect with clients and followers on. Both of those do have links to my website, moonlightmedium.co. And that is where people can check out my services, what I offer, my pricing, all of that good stuff. Um, And I do offer payment plans and sliding scales as well for those who are financially constrained or on a budget.
0: That's amazing. And I just want to say, Annie has wonderful energy. They're so fun to talk to. So please check them out. You'll really enjoy their content. Thank you so much for listening to The Tarot Diagnosis. For more tarot and mental health content, follow The Tarot Diagnosis on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and sign up to receive The Tarot Diagnosis emails where you'll have access to exclusive spreads and exciting announcements. To join an incredible community of tarot and psychology enthusiasts, join The Tarot Diagnosis membership community, The Symposium, by visiting thetarotdiagnosis.com.